actually there is a lot of research, very good quality research, which shows that performing kindness, it has a significant effect on well-being. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast episode. It's the fourth and for now, last one of the Kind Entrepreneur series with Harpal Duck, the kindness chef. She's one of the kindest people I know. <laughs> uh, she has a very calming aura. And <laughs> I've met her a long time ago. We became friends and business partners actually as well. And I had to have her on my podcast, um, not only because I know exactly what she's doing, um, and she's doing amazing things to spread kindness in the world, um, but also I have listened to her own podcast, you can uh, find the link to in uh, on the page creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast and then the kindness kind entrepreneur series you find all the links to to connect with her um so i've listened to her podcast and i thought what a lovely podcast i need her also of course on mine so welcome back harpal thank you again for the taking the time to talk to us today Thank you so much, Christine, for inviting me here to speak with your listeners about the final topic, which is about being kind to others. Yes. And, um, you know, I think we both think that this is very important, which is why we developed a course to help yes. entrepreneurs to increase <laughs> kindness. And, um, you know, we uh, our second talk was about being kind to yourself, but it's also important to be kind to others. And uh, what we what we share on the course is actually there is a lot of research, very good quality research, which shows that performing kindness, it has a significant effect on well-being. And, um, you know, right now, I think it's really, really crucial that we all take care of our well-being. And, you know, kindness is such a simple word. We all understand it. Yet, you know, when we're really struggling, we can forget to be kind to ourselves and also kind to others. And um, what I really like from a piece of research from Curry et al. in 2018 is that it doesn't actually matter the type of kindness that you practice. So it could be to somebody you know, it could be to a stranger, it can be self-kindness or observing kindness. So there's so many different ways to practice. There's no right or wrong way. When you actually observe somebody else being kind, this is an act of kindness you watching them, it affects the physiology in your own body and increases your well-being. And maybe it will encourage you to be kind to somebody else. Or it could be that it's a moment where you need to practice self-kindness so that you're kinder to somebody else. It could be to a stranger, to your friend. There's, there's so many different opportunities. And I think, you know, every day there are so many moments where you can practice being kind to others. And... Um, one of my um, favorite quotes, which I'm going to share right now, which I was going to share later on, is a Maya Angelou quote, where she says that I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And I absolutely love this quote. And, um, you know, I, I think that... Um, I, I, in moments, especially in moments where I've been in a lot of pain and difficulties, I kind of never forget when someone has been kind to me, 
but I also never forget when someone's been unkind as well. So I think it's uh, this, this feeling or experience of the way that we engage with others, it has a big impact. Um, how do you feel, Christine? Do you, you, you remember the moments of when someone has been kind to you? Is it easier to remember in the good times or the bad times? I think, you know, in the good times we forget and sometimes we just let these things pass. And mm -hmm. sometimes when I'm in a real, real difficulty, it can be, you know, somebody can make you a cup of tea, something really simple, but it's so, you know, it touches your heart. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I agree because uh, I think in that moment, you think like, oh, that's exactly what I needed right now. Thank you. But if it's in when you're already feeling super good or, uh, and everything's going well, uh, then you think, oh, oh thank you. <laughs> but that's it. You don't think, oh, that's what I needed now. Thank you. And uh, I think this is maybe why you remember it more when it happens in when you were more in need. Uh, however, there's obviously... Um, good points in always being kind to each other even in good uh, times um, and uh, there's also scientific research behind it that this will increase the well-being because we should um, use kindness to prevent maybe downs or to to make them less often or less severe by receiving kindness and by giving kindness um, to other people yes uh, I, I agree that uh, I don't have to say that again. I cut that out later. Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, so thanks, Christine. And so, you know, there are many examples. Um, I'm sure you may know about the New Zealand Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern. She talks quite openly about kindness and empathy. She says about kindness and not being afraid to be kind. And she talks about empathy and being strong and how... This is what underpinned her leadership role, to be a good leader. And um, there are many other countries that demonstrate the importance of kindness. Um, do, you, do you know of any others, Christine, that you would like to share? Mm, no, not really. I mean, there was uh, the, the uh, five-hour uh, workday or six hours that they introduced in the northern countries as well and uh, yes. increases yeah. people's well-being that's, that's they great actually, yeah and they actually got the same work done because uh, people yeah, are more motivated yeah. to get things done i think they reversed that back now <laughs> um, mm -hmm. not for any specific reasons to say oh it didn't work or something but maybe uh, for other political decisions that were made unfortunately or changes um but this i think was something where also uh yeah they they realized okay we don't we can give some more work-life balance to people which will make them happier which will uh, also affect their productivity at work yeah so that's a really great example about the four-day week and there's an actually a global movement following covid although um uh there is the Alex Sujank Kimpang, who I interviewed on my podcast, because he's done his latest book is about the four day week. And this is actually a very practical example where people are um, able to be more present at work for the four days that they're at work. And I think in America now they are piloting this and they've done this in New Zealand. And, you know, on the day off that people have, that one day off, they can actually have time to be kind to others. So, you know, they are caring for other people, going out with their friends. 
it gives people time so yeah so it's something that as an entrepreneur you can think about for yourself as well you know perhaps working a four-day week if that works for you as well as also thinking about if you have employees how you can give them time to do other things to take time off to have leisure to um go outside for a walk to go swimming um you know not to just be working all the time so that they are more productive and also really enjoying when they are at work um so really good example christine and um, there's lots of examples now of people doing this and i think it's something that you know i used to do when i worked in the national health service i was working four days a week um, so that's one way to practice um, and what we talk about on the course is actually um, you know anybody anybody can become a kindness host so what i would like to encourage is for people to think about how they can be a host so a host is somebody that creates the conditions for people to have a good experience and um, there is a concept called host leadership that dr mark mccurgo talks about um, in books that he's written and research that he's done about hosting. So this is as a leader, it's when you step forward and when you step back, it's about the invitation you give to people. So think about in the work that you're doing, how you can see yourself as a kindness host. So this is thinking about the way you invite people to a piece of work or a dinner or how you make the invitation and also how you make them feel when they come to this experience with you. It could be a meeting, it could be a dinner. How do you make them feel? Do you really see them? Do you listen to them? Do you pay attention to them? Are you present in this present moment? Do you um, let them have the stage? Do you step back and do you step forward when necessary? Like when it's really important to um, stand for your values and what's really um, important to you? Do you stand up for other people when you see unkindness happening or do you just ignore it and let it pass? Um, so uh, I think everybody, we all have an opportunity and perhaps intentionally you can think about as an entrepreneur, can you become a kindness host? It could be once a month, once a week is where you intentionally think about the invitation. And actually this increases motivation. It makes people feel better. It makes them want to be part of your team to contribute. If, if, you, if you actually see people, pay attention to how they're feeling. What have they been working on? What's important to them? Making them feel really good in the environment to be with you, it, it really makes a difference. And actually, you know, in the workplace, we don't have to forget about these, um, qualities that we might have perhaps in the home when we're cooking a dinner and we're inviting our friends and family we can apply this same thinking to the workplace about taking care of ourselves as well as our employees and and customers and clients you know actually people they buy from people that they like and they want to spend time with them so I think it's really important to think about um, how you make people feel uh, before you have your meeting or event and you set up the conditions from your invitation, from how you invite them, how you treat them like a guest. I think it's, um, it's quite a simple um, strategy, but I, it's something that we don't tend to remember to do. We kind of have like a work persona and a home persona and we're kind of afraid to be kind, I think, in the workplace. What do you think, Christine? 
yes, sometimes uh, it's uh, yeah, just because we might be too tied up and too wrapped up in the in the work and think, oh my God, we have to get this done. And someone who might ask the question that might stress you out, uh, even though it shouldn't or anything. I've been there as well. Um, but I actively worked on that uh, for years now. And um, when I experienced actually managing a team uh, in with my own company instead of uh, obviously I, I managed teams before in, in jobs and stuff but having uh, your own team it's even uh, it's it's extremely important it's, it's always important of course to look after the team's well-being and um, think about everything you said get to know them a bit better as well and um, yeah think how you can your reactions can affect their well-being uh, involuntarily as well um, and yeah, at work, sometimes we forget about these things. So I think act, making it part of your um, daily routines and uh, intentionally put some kindness into the day and thinking about what kind of thing can I do today for that person and for this person will for sure help. And it will make your, your uh, team happier <laughs> and it will ensure that they, that they put uh, even more effort in because they love what they do and they want their business to succeed. So all of a sudden your vision is not just your vision, but it's everyone's vision. Yes. And that, that follows beautifully into the last thing I wanted to share is um, one of the recipes we talk about on the course and as the kindness chef I'm serving recipes to nourish people's mind body and soul and what Christine said is about uh, you know doing something kind and um, one of one thing that you can do which is in my recipe is about allocating five kindness acts in a day so think about a day a month or a week that works for you where you want to allocate it to being kind to others and this is where you may maybe you send five emails to people to five people that you haven't been in touch with for a while, checking in with how are they doing, like really interested in how are they, what are they working on? Is there anything that they need help with and see what they say to you? And maybe when you could do five emails together and, um, you know, then you wait for the response and. Perhaps they share something with you and you know somebody else that could help them. I mean, maybe you can't help them with everything, but it's like you are listening and paying attention to something that's important to them. And maybe there will be something that comes up that you can, some way that you can help them, either through a connection, through some information, through asking them a question that helps them. Or you could think about um, perhaps mentoring some people and offering, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour, an hour, whatever works for you, offering some mentoring to people, um, some coaching, uh, anything you want, uh, making a cup of tea, you could um, make a meal for somebody, um, just try to put them all together, either in a day or one hour or once a month, where you really are intentionally being kind to others, you are allocating this time you are really present to the other people and while while you're doing all these activities you are really um, paying attention to your listening skills and actually we do not really pay attention to listening either to ourselves or to other people and I think it's something we really do need to do more of and um, 
So when we are paying attention to others um, through kindness, we can really, really increase our skill level of listening. And this is not, is not something underrated. It's very rated and very important to be a good entrepreneur, to really listen and pay attention because that's how you listen and pay attention to the needs that are not being met and creating products to help serve people. Um, so I would encourage you to um, practice being kind to others and um, let us know how this goes for you. I think me and Christine would be really interested to know how you are being kinder to yourself and to others. Mm. Yes, thank you. There's many ways to do that. Obviously, you can send us just an email. You can post something on any social media platform and, and tag us so we see it. Uh, we would really love to see how you are kind to yourself, how you are kind to others, uh, because it will also give other people inspiration and ideas um, how to take care of themselves and the people around them. And this will make this entire world a happier place. <laughs> this is our vision. Uh, obviously, we can't save the world, um, but uh, we, we are trying with little things, you know, and even the little things makes a difference. So thank you for sharing all of this, Arpa. And um, any last things you want to mention before we wrap up the episode? Uh, what you said before about celebration. So when you are kind to yourself and you're kinder to others, celebrate this, you know, pat yourself on the back, do a high five, make a physical gesture of celebration. And it's actually these tiny, ag <laughs> tiny actions, um, small habits, you know, they all add up. It's not about big grand gestures. It's what we do each day. This is what's really, really important. Yes, and um, start with one thing and make it become a habit, an integral part of your day. Uh, if it's in the morning routine, evening routine, uh, with others during the day, little things to celebrate. Celebration is uh, sometimes underrated and often forgotten. Also me, I'm, I, I was the same, um, but and I'm still sometimes the same. So I have to also constantly remind myself, no, but I achieved this and this is amazing. Yes. Let's celebrate. And it can be small, big things uh, you achieved because what's small for you might be big for others. And th the same with the celebrations can be small and big things. Uh, celebration can be taking some time for yourself with a nice bath. <laughs> a celebration can be to buy something a materialistic way, can be to get away, can be to uh, dance through the room to your favorite song. You know, it can be all kinds of celebrations. So let us also know how you celebrate <laughs> when you achieve your goals, because it will give us some inspiration to celebrate a bit more. Yes, and I think this is really, really important that, you know, all of us, myself included, Christine, that we do forget. We just want to move on to the next goal and the next goal and the next goal and the next goal. And we, we mm. forget to remember. So it is good to also remember, reflect on the things that you have achieved this month, this year. And that's something that you do, Christine, with your videos each year. Yes. where you, you you put this on your website and you share with people what your accomplishments are so this is a very creative way to do this and this is actually exactly the reason why I'm doing this because I never realized how much actually I did in that year because like you said next project next project next project and then now um, I said no wait but this is pretty amazing what I've done and no matter how much or not much it is um there is a lot of things to celebrate in each uh, life. 
<laughs> Thank you so much, Harpa, uh, again, for your time for this amazing series. I hope everyone got a lot out of this. Uh, feel free to connect with us on social media, on LinkedIn, um, through through email, uh, through being part of the course to dive deeper into it. And um, we wish you a lovely uh, rest of the day and life, of course. <laughs> and uh, we hope we speak to you soon. Yeah, thanks, Christine. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.